This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Morning, everybody. What's happening? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, every day, 9.45 a.m. It's going live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Instagram is really where the party's at. Come on over. Hang out. Do the thing. Uh, today on the show, Hypocrisy. With a capital, Preparation H. Also, drinking when you're six? <laughs> Where I'm from, we call that a late start. Plus, roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. But first, it's National Hip Hop Day! Hip into the hip, hip hop, but you don't stop a rocket to the bang, bang, jump and sit up, jump the boogie to the boogie to the boogie to be. I realize I hyped that much more than what the Sugar Hill Gang was giving us. Uh, shows, let's get to shows. September 22nd to the 24th, the Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois, with Jonathan Kite. Also, October 15th, Beaver Island Brewing, St. Cloud, Minnesota. And December 2nd through the 3rd, Vulcan Gas Company, Austin, Texas, with Jonathan Kite. I know some people hit me up the other day. They're like, hey, man, uh, had a bunch of shows on rudypovich.com, and now what's up? They're all dwindling. I don't know. That's the way this fucking business works some days. I don't get it. It's just, it's, listen, it's the ebbs and flows of it. Sometimes you got dates out the ass. Sometimes you get nothing. That's how it works. I don't get it. I'm just saying that's how it works. So uh, for everybody who had plans to uh, come and see me in Indianapolis, uh, that show is canceled. Uh, The show is September 30th and October 1st. That show is canceled. Eventually we'll move it all over and we'll get more dates. But yes, that's the awful part of this business scooter hip-hop day you say my daughter is taking hip-hop master class tonight with a celebrity dance coach oh my goodness oh my god celebrity dance coach is it uh is it i'm just realizing now i don't know any celebrity dance coaches is it j-lo okay that's not really a dance <gasps> is it paula abdul it's got to be paula abdul be forever, my girl. gotta remember ooh. scat cat is it Scat Cat? I bet it's Scat Cat. I bet it's Scat Cat from the video. Um, what was that video? It ain't friction, it's a natural fact. We come together because opposites attract, and you know. It ain't friction, you two steps forward, two, two steps back. We come together because opposite. What a horseshit song that is. That song fucking sucks. Scat Cat was the best thing about it. I hope it's Scat Cat. If it's Scat Cat, I want video. (laughs) Of her being taught by a cartoon uh, Lady Gaga's group? Oh, look at you. Fancy. Fancy, fancy. Um, I always thought Lady Gaga in my world was much like Katy Perry, where I went, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then I saw it live and went, oh, fuck, now I get it. 
absolutely. When I heard for the first time a million reasons, I was like, why have I been poo-pooing all over Lady Gaga? What a talent. And then, uh, was it A Star is Born? Is that the name of that song, that movie she did? Amazing. What's up, John? Uh, what's up, Jim Norder? Hopefully everything's going all right with you and your daughter, bud. Uh, what's up, Andrea? Nice to see you. What's up, BJ? Mira? Tara? Don't call me Tara. Tara? Uh, what's up, Dana? Nice to see you guys. Thank you very much for stopping by. Kevin, what's happening, man? Jules, thank you guys very much for stopping by onto the live feed. All right, so listen, yesterday, I, I talk a lot of shit. And I happen to not be able to back up any of it. Because I'm a hypocrite. And I'm okay with being a hypocrite because the joke is not on me. (laughs) The joke is on the people who employ me sometimes. And this is what I'm talking about. Yesterday, my daughter and her friend, as we're driving to gymnastics practice, says to me, I've been reading this book about a young girl who's 11. This is my daughter's friend telling me this, by the way. I'm like, yeah, what does she do? And she's like, yeah, she, she solves crimes. I was like, what do you mean she solves crimes? Like, Nancy Drew? My daughter, daughter's friend goes, who the hell's Nancy Drew? And I'm like, anyway, keep going. She's like, yeah, she's, uh, she's really into solving mysteries and poison. And I was like, the band? <laughs> she was like, what? I'm like, what do you mean she's into poison? She's like, she's a, like a, like a chemist. It's like, oh, I thought you meant she was super into the shitty 80s band with the tights and the frizzy hair and CeCe DeVille and uh, Unskinny Bop. Their music is so bad. It's, it's, one, it's gotta be some of the worst. Especially, like, everyone just goes, hey, man, every rose has its thorn. That's one of the greatest 80s ballads of all time. Bullshit! Skid Rose, I remember you. That rose does not hold a... It doesn't hold a rose to I Remember You. I'm telling you. Don't listen to Poison. They're awful. They're the worst. They're the absolute worst. Their music sucks. Everything about them is terrible. That hair... friend of mine got in an argument with Brett Michaels at a blackjack table in Reno, Nevada. I don't know any actual rock stars that hang out at blackjack tables in Reno, Nevada. Brett Michaels was... What I'm saying is, their music is not good. (laughs) I went on a diatribe for 12 minutes in the car about how shitty Poison is and how their music sucks and how they have to, you know, get together on these big, like, specialty tours with all these other bands to be able to, like, make ends meet because they can't sell out. They can't sell out 7th Street Entry at First Ave anymore. So they got to, like, do a powerhouse bill where they get, you know, Motley Crue and Joan Jett, who's awful, by the way. They get everybody, they have to put all these shit bands together, start hitting the road, and I'm, I was going off yesterday about how bad Poison is. I'm like, God, that fucking band sucks. Well, fast forward to about 3.45 yesterday afternoon, my agent calls, and she's like, hey, uh, you want to do a concert promo? Now, let me tell you guys something. Uh, you ever get into the voiceover game, concert promos are where it's at. That shit pays, and they are super easy. Because all you basically have to do is do the shell of the promo, right? The greatest band in the land, coming to town, blah, 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 whatever it is. Whatever that script might be, you fire it off. And then all you have to do is just cut the insert 50 different times for every single stop, you know? Playing the Wireless Civic Center, Mankato, Minnesota. 
Playing the XL Energy Center, St. Paul, Minnesota. Playing the Gillette fucking Rotunda over at the Mall of Prussia, Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pennsylvania. I don't know the names of all these places. There's too many of them. What I'm saying is it's easy goddamn money. And she's like, you want to do a concert promo? I'm like, absolutely. Who is it? She's like, Poison. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? She's like, no. And seriously, it's Poison. I was like, oh my god. I literally just got done doing 12 minutes in the car today about how much their music sucks. And she laughed. She's like, so do you want to do it? I was like, fucking send that script. Absolutely. I 1000% will. Because I don't care. That's the thing. I, it's, people go, yeah, you're a hypocrite. I'm like, yeah, but I'm also going out to a steak dinner and probably laying new carpeting in the upstairs of my house because of this one gig. So fuck you guys. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll take the money. I don't care. I can't tell you how many times in radio I would go on the air and I fucking bagged on a television station one time. Completely, like, I was like, their television shows suck. They're the, that's awful. The programming is terrible. The people who run that thing, it's like they brought, it was bring your kid to work day and then all the adults left. There's nobody left. It's children who run this television station. About a fucking week later, they were like, hey, by the way, you want to do some promos for us? I was like, what time do you need me? <laughs> a hypocrite. Total hypocrite. Don't give a shit. Hypocrite. Don't give a shit. Oh, hang on a second. Bring back. Bring back. Here we go. You don't stop a rocket to the bang, bang. The boogie to the boogie to the boogie to be. Well, that's right. I'm a hypocrite and I really don't give a shit. Cause I bought new carpet and I'm gonna go out, get lit. You take me for a ride. Maybe we could dim and then we go for a drive. Now, semi dim hip hop, the hippie, the hippie to the hip hip hop. You don't stop a rocket to the poison can suck my balls and then to the fucking rapping's hard. Rapping's hard. Okay, everybody. <laughs> It's, diff it's a difficult art. <laughs> it's a difficult art. <laughs> it's a difficult art. Reset. Clear the air, everybody. Clear the air. Reset. <laughs> so, so much to get to today. <laughs> so many things. Oh, my God.
Okay. All right, stop. So anyway, I, I took the money. Okay. All right. Gotta stop. Gotta gotta keep fucking moving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh shit. All right. So, anyways, what I'm saying is, if in the next like three weeks, you guys are listening to a radio station and you hear a concert promo kick up for Poison. Just know I took every single one of those pennies and laughed my ass off all the way to the bank. Because if that awful band sat and listened to... if I bet, I, I bet collectively over the years, if you were to take every single... You know, if you were to take a, a stopwatch to every time I've made fun of the band Poison, I bet you'd come up with over seven hours of recordable content. <laughs> I'm doing that promos for him oh god all right so yeah so anyways that's how weird this business can be i've literally sometimes <laughs> rapping's a difficult art <laughs> all right shit i got we gotta move on i gotta i gotta stop i'm gonna i'll sit here and do this all goddamn day oh my god all right Ah, uh, moving on. Anyway, hopefully you guys have a good time at the Poison Show. Uh, a woman in Ohio was arrested after a six-year-old boy in her care was caught drinking a Smirnoff ice inside of a gas station. What say you? Uh, Victoria Hampton was arrested and charged with child endangerment and contributing to the delinquency of a child. This is Olivia Eversall. She was the woman from the gas station who happened to call the police on the six-year-old boy. My coworker was like, is he drinking a beer? And I look and I was like, oh, he is. So I opened the door and I said, do you know that you're drinking a beer? And he said, yep, this is me and my mommy's favorite beer. We drink it all the time. So I just instantly, I knew, like, give me my phone. I'm calling 911. Oh, my God. Uh, I know a lot of people are losing their minds about this, but let's be honest. Uh, Smirnoff Ice, it's like sugar water. It's not that, it, dude. I mean, you might as well just have a fucking McUltra. It's about the same. A little less sugar. It's it's like, it's it's uh, Jolly Rancher juice. That's all it is. You don't need that. Gross. Uh, six years old, It's that's kind of a late start from where I'm from, okay? Like I've said many times, man. Kids on the playground, those kids were playing kickball and tag. We were playing DUI checkpoint. It's a bunch of third graders standing on one leg, touching their nose. <laughs> we were the only kindergarten class to learn the alphabet backwards, just in case. Mm. Excuse me. <laughs> I did feel bad for this kid, though, because I don't know about you. I don't know if you got. I'll tell you what. How about this? In the comments on Instagram, drop me whatever age it was the first time you got busted drinking. Because I guarantee, and it doesn't even need to be over the uh, under the age of 21. could be over the age of 21. Because I know a lot of people that did not drink until after that was legal, like into like their mid-20s. 
And the first time, like, they had a beer at a barbecue and their dad turned the corner and saw they had a beer, the dad was devastated. Devastated. It's like, dude, shit, man. My mom had to leave work one time, 2 a.m. She was working a midnight shift. She had to come and get me out of the police station. I was 13 because I was shit-faced drunk. <laughs> Sally, 14. Absolutely, yep. Scooter, Jolly Rancher juice. I used to put Skittles in Zimas. That's where it was at. Yeah, man, throwing the Jolly Rancher inside of the Zima. Let that thing soak in there for a little bit. Oh, delicious. I read something today. I thought it was hilarious. It said, uh, vaping's weird. You walk by a bunch of dudes who look like gangsters, but they smell like strawberry muffins. <laughs> uh, Sarah, never got busted. Hit that shit well. Good for you. Uh, three weeks before my 18th birthday. That's always the tough one when you hear about a kid who's like 20 years, 11 months, and one week. And he gets his first underage. You're like, ah, man, god damn it. Uh, Danielle, 14, but my parents let me drink wine coolers if I was staying home. Yeah, I'm okay with the, as long as if there's other kids around, the other parents are cool with it too. I, f I feel like it's a good place to be in life when you can just tell your kids, listen, uh, I trust you if you stay in the basement and everybody just minds their P's and Q's. There shall be no boys. Nobody is leaving. You're more than welcome to have a couple of, you know, Bartles and James while you kids play whatever game it is you plan on playing downstairs. Totally fine. And I have a feeling I'm going to end up being the party house. I kind of, it's the writing's on the wall. There's going to be kids that want to come and hang because, like, we got a kick-ass cool basement with a bar. We got the dice game. You know, there's room. I don't, I don't give too much shit to like any of the, my kids, my, my daughter's friends. You know, like, I, we're going to be that house that people like, Kids want to come and hang at. I didn't have that house because, you know, my stepdad was a tyrant and nobody wanted to be around. I didn't want to be there, let alone have my friends there. So there was no chance in hell. Uh, let's see. Scooter, you totally are. Yeah, we're going to be that party house. Danielle, we had to give my parents our car keys if anyone drove. Yeah. I've, yeah, man, like prom night? Dude, uh, Serena Sullivan's parents totally let us sit and drink at their house. They were there. Everything was buttoned up. Um, yeah, you had to keep your keys in a bowl, which now in hindsight, I was like, why'd you guys got that key bowl hanging out on your table? Oh, now I know why. Now they were cool about it. So I don't know. Well, it's good to see everybody else is in that same vicinity. Cause yeah, man, I was 13 the first time and it was, uh, so yeah, so it was a couple of days before my 14th birthday because... It was the night that Kurt Cobain had killed himself. And it happened that, because he did it in the morning, I think at like 10 a.m. And I think by the time we went to the party that night, word had spread. Because I remember standing outside of the Iron Gate Mall, waiting for our ride to go to this party. And while we were sitting there, somebody was like, oh my God, did you guys hear the guy from Nirvana killed himself? So that's kind of how I put two and two together on it. But anyway, um, yeah, six years old, little young, you know. And especially the part where he's like, this is mine and my mom's favorite drink? Holy shit. Jesus, man. I mean, I know I got bad parents, but then you hear stuff like this. That's why I like Star Wars. After I saw Darth Vader, I'm like, my dad, not too bad. I mean, he may have never, like, given me a birthday card, but fucking didn't chop off my hand or blow up a planet. So I think we're doing pretty goddamn good. <laughs> we're doing all right. Uh, United Airlines has paid Archer Aviation. $10 million to someday own 100 electric flying taxis. There's this gentleman by the name of Brett Adcock. <laughs> Adcock. 
He's the co-founder of Archer Aviation, describing on what these flying taxis could possibly end up looking like. We have no fuel costs. We only have charging costs. And we believe this will be a really affordable transportation solution to the masses. So our entry level price is between three to four dollars per passenger mile. So you're really looking at fifty to seventy dollar trips kind of in and around cities. Dude, we're too dumb. We're too dumb as a people to have flying vehicles. Do you guys not understand that? If they if we were smart enough, the Jetsons would have come true a long time ago. Could you imagine? Dude, have you been in an Uber? Could you imagine those people flying? Holy shit. There's not a chance. There's no... Anybody who's worth their salt would have to be vetted if we wanted to take this thing on the... to get it, like, up off the ground. And then on top of it, anybody who is good enough to be able to fly a car sure as fuck ain't gonna taxi people. This will never be in our lifetime. There's no way. We're far too irresponsible. Look what we do with the internet. Our brains cannot handle it. Do you know what, Do you know how much force it would take to get a car off the ground? And now it's, I'm telling you, people are, how long until like, you know, kids are driving, flying their cars and then just like, you know, Instagramming at the same time. I'm telling you, this is a bad idea. It's never going to get off the ground. Let's read a couple of comments. Uh, Sally, so what if your daughter's like, what if your daughter likes girls? I always said no boys and there wasn't boys. I'm totally fine with that. 1,000% cool with whomever my daughter decides to uh, to date. The thing I don't like is when you start adding it into the equation about, hey man, you need to respect me because I'm insert sexuality. I don't need, no, fuck you. You don't, no, I don't give a shit what you are sexually. Cares. Once that gets into the mix, like, a thousand percent okay with people that want to you know, my buddy Nate eventually turned into Natalie. I've never had a conversation about it with her. Ever. I've never talked to her about, her, you know, her transition, when it happened. We've never had that conversation. Because he's not a puss. <laughs> you never have to have that conversation. He doesn't, excuse me, she doesn't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Everybody's still cool. She never brings into the equation of like, well, as a trans woman... She just lives her life. And I'm like, thank you. That's all I want. A thousand percent. I don't give a shit. I, I hope my daughter doesn't turn into that person that's like, well, as a non-binary. No, shut up. You don't get special treatment because of that. Knock it off. Ugh. Uh, let's see. Jules. That's the house you have to have to at least know where the kids are and what they're doing. Are you talking about my house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, Sally, I think parents of daughters worry about pregnancy with boys. Yeah, I don't know, especially nowadays. When we were kids, it was like dads were super worried about girls turning into strippers. Remember that? That was always a big thing. I hope she just doesn't become a stripper. I'm like, have you seen OnlyFans? Fucking let's hope she becomes a stripper. <laughs> at least it's at least it's closed off. People can't see it. It's not all over the internet. Ugh. Anyway, all right. So listen, I'm going to split, guys. Uh, I'm actually going to a show tonight. Um, I don't have anything. I'm not in the show. I'm just going to go watch the show. Robot Takeover over at uh, Comedy Corner Underground. Pretty good lineup. Um, if you guys are looking for something to do tonight, that might be a fun place to go hang out. 
Uh, I know Ali Sultan, very funny guy from Minneapolis, and a few other people are on it. But uh, I'm just going to kick it tonight, man. I went and did three sets yesterday, hit the Minneapolis hat trick, and I'm going to kick it tonight. Waking up at 5 to, like, get shit done. And I feel like tonight's just going to be one of those nights where I'm like, I just want to drink, and I just want to watch some comedy, and then go the fuck home, right? Uh, Amanda, have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful evening. You as well, for sure. All right, you guys, thank you very much. I do apologize about all the canceled shows that have been going on, so... Don't worry about it. I got three in the books right now. We'll get some more, and hopefully you guys can come out and hang. And, um, yeah, man, some of the new stuff really popping, dude, really popping. Um, did a joke about uh, being born with a horseshoe up my ass last night. Went over pretty goddamn well. So hopefully we'll see you guys at a show soon. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. It's live on Facebook, YouTube, and, of course, Instagram. Thank you guys very much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.